This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I'll approach like a woman with a master's degree. I'll be having a conversation and I'll be like, women aren't great leaders. They, they were never supposed to be the leader. And they'll be like, oh my God. And you'll see their face like light up. You'll see the smile go onto their face. They'll be like, Oh my God, you really think that? It's almost like what they're thinking and what they're feeling are two totally separate things. They know that I'm right. They're like, oh my God, nobody ever says stuff like that. You're listening to the premier podcast for men who want to not only be better with women, but want to be better men in general. This is the Come On Man podcast. And here's your host, Paul Bauer. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Come On Man If you haven't done so already, please like, subscribe, hit those notifications. If you guys are watching on YouTube, drop a comment. Any comment will do. If this is uh, the premiere on Monday mornings, uh, sound off in the the live chat because I'm usually in there cutting clips and stuff like that. So say hi. If you guys are listening on your favorite audio platform of choice, please give us a five-star review and I will... Actually, read out your review. If you leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, I will read that in an upcoming episode. So please do that. Take the time. That helps out you know, more than you know. Follow me on all social media. The links are in the description. I'm on pretty much all the major social media platforms out there. Consider joining the Patreon, patreon.com slash comeonmanpod. That really does help support the show more than anything else. You can join for as little as $10 and you get all of these episodes, the Monday episodes, ad-free and without all of this intro stuff. You also get them a couple of days early. So I actually post these ad-free episodes on Patreon uh, the Friday before these episodes come out. So you get them before anybody else. You can actually tune into these. So get on the Patreon for as little as 10 bucks, And then if you want some coaching, Tiers 2 and Tiers 3 are done through Patreon as well. Be sure to get on the email list, list list.comeonmanpod.com, and I will send you some free stickers. And if you like the designs of the stickers, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, you can also get these on merch as well. I'm holding up a mug here. And uh, this mug is the none of you can be first, ladies. None of you can be first, but all of you can be next mug. (laughs) Imagine getting this mug and then taking it to work. And then one of your female co-workers is like, what is that supposed to mean? You're like, you know exactly what it means, lady. Delicious. Anyway, you can get the mugs at merch.comeonmanpod.com. You can also get hoodies and t-shirts and stuff too. That all supports the show. And then finally, check out the Practical Law of Attraction course, loa.comeonmanpod.com. That's loa.comeonmanpod.com. Uh, you know, a lot of you guys tune into the podcast because you're trying to find, you know, the woman of your dreams, right? You guys are all out there on the dating circuit for the most part. And a lot of you guys are struggling. You guys are struggling to find good whamming. Where are the good whamming at? And the thing is, most of you guys are so focused on what you don't want in a woman that 
that's all you you tend to attract. And there's a reason for that because we get what we focus on in life. So if you start focusing on all the things that you don't want, your mind can't tell the difference between what you do want and what you don't want. All it does is it focuses on whatever you're focusing on the most, right? And that's what you start seeing everywhere. So you start seeing all these trash women out there. Uh, but if you change your mindset and you get, and I'll show you how to do that in my course, you, what you'll start doing is you'll be hyper-focused on the women you do want, all the women that check all of your boxes and they will start showing up everywhere. And that's not because they weren't there before. It's because you just weren't aware of their presence before. So this course will show you how to become hyper aware of the type of women you want to attract in your life. And you'll start seeing them everywhere. It's not magic. It's psychology. Um, you could also use it for other areas in your life too, whether it's, you know, finances, money, you know, better career, all that kind of stuff. It all starts with your mindset. So check out the course today, loa.comeonmanpod.com. All right. My guest this week is a pretty funny guy. Uh, he goes by the 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 Miso Genius, the Massage Genius <laughs> on TikTok, which is a dating coach parody account, and it's pretty damned hilarious. Uh, his real name is Jim, and yeah, he's funny. He originally, when when we first got connected, he was following my TikToks, and he was doing this like troll account where he was stitching people's videos and just trolling their content. And then um, he realized, you know what? I could actually probably make a, a parody account that just sort of makes fun of dating coaches. <laughs> and the funny thing is like the, the advice that he gives, it's really geared towards women and to sort of make fun of women. It's super hilarious. You guys, uh, I highly recommend you guys give him a follow. And this conversation is great. And I will bring you that right after these words. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Do you struggle to find the kind of women you want? Are you tired of swiping away all day on dating apps and only finding mediocre women? When you're out and about at the supermarket or at the mall, all you see are woke liberal women. You can't seem to find a traditional submissive woman that checks all your boxes. What if I were to tell you that the reason why you can't find your traditional submissive woman is because of your mindset, because of your paradigm. We get what we focus on in life. And you have programmed your mind to think that there's only trash women around you. You've programmed your mind by focusing on what you don't want in a relationship. To solve this problem, I've created my Practical Law of Attraction course. In my course, I will teach you how to reprogram your subconscious mind so that you will be hyper aware of the kind of women that will check all of your boxes. It's not that they weren't there before, it's just that you weren't aware of them because of your current mindset. So let's change that mindset today. Check out my course by visiting loa.comeonmanpod.com. That's loa.comeonmanpod.com. The law of attraction is nothing without action. So act now. All right, joining me this week is a pretty funny guy that goes by the massage genius or the miso genius. 
I don't know how you like to pronounce. <laughs> I am. I have the hardest time pronouncing that in my head. The massage genius on TikTok, which uh, which is a dating coach parody account. That's how I would I would sort of describe it. Would you describe it as that a dating coach I, parody? I've changed it so many times. Like uh, I was gonna say, like, hey, I'm a sexism advocate, uh, or <laughs> like, hey, I advocate sexism. Like I did a video today about why Nikki Haley shouldn't be president. So, and that one's doing pretty well across platforms, even on Instagram, which is weird. So um, I, it's, it, I kind of just do whatever I want, whatever I'm in the, in the mood to do, but kind of the main premise of the account is kind of comedic sexism. Comedic sexism. I love it. <laughs> so uh, as you can tell, if you're watching on YouTube, his name is Jim. What's going on, Jim, man? This is great that we were able to connect because we've been sort of following each other for a little while now. Yeah, definitely. So uh, now the massage genius, I can't pronounce it, dude. It's so hard. Just the miso, I just say, just call me Miso. The Miso. Okay. Just so the miso, miso account. <laughs> so that, that account isn't your first online character that I came across. Like when we first connected, you were doing some other kind of troll account. Do you remember that? Yeah. The very first account that I did was Joey Troll. So are you familiar with fitness influencer uh, Joey Swole? Mm, probably. I, I If I saw his picture, maybe. Yeah, yeah. he's like, he's a big roided out guy. And what he does is he goes and he like shames people on the internet for, you know, inappropriate behavior at the gym. So I originally got on there to troll kind of like him and like make fun of people. So got it. Okay. It was a troll account where it was like, I was into fitness and I was like, Hey, I'll be Joey troll. That's a pretty clever name where, you know, his name is Joey Swole. So got it. Okay. Did you just sort of abandon that account for the, for the Miso account, the Miso genius? I did. Yeah. So it was weird how the Miso account kind of got there. So I had both accounts at the same time and I was just like, Hey, let me give this identity a try. You know, a guy that, you know, parodies misogyny. But when I first started, it wasn't, it wasn't so much comedy like it was serious stuff like in the first five videos i spiked a video that got and now it's at like thirteen thousand organic views and it got me 600 followers just in the first five videos that i posted and that was the video on why men need to stop sharing their feelings with women uh so it was originally designed to be more of a serious type account which i can still do the serious stuff but i have so much more fun with the joking and like bringing the women in and joking with them because my platform, once it gets to where it's going to be, is going to be predominantly women as opposed to predominantly men, which is weird because all I do is make fun of them. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I noticed uh, I hopped on your live. Was it yesterday or whatever? Yeah. Or Monday, Monday, maybe I can't remember, but, but yeah, like every, everyone in the, in the comments, we're all chicks, you know? Yeah. And, and you're like, you all love me. It's, it was actually pretty funny. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so what what inspired the the miso genius? Uh -huh. I always so kind of like you. So was was your first um exposure to kind of like the red pill? Was that Corey Wayne? Because Corey Wayne was definitely mine. Well, no, Corey wasn't my first one. I I, I think uh no more mr nice guy by dr robert glover was the first book i read okay. and then and then i ended up reading uh doc loves the system okay which which uh well i mean i listened to it on audio and you know that's where that's where the concept of three percent man comes from 
And I somehow like came across Corey's videos and he was talking about being a 3% man. I was like, oh, I bet you he studied the stock guy stuff and he had a book. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll read that guy's book. Corey's book is basically the exact same information as the system, but I like how Corey uh, sort of worded it better. You know, I didn't, I wasn't a fan of the system. So yeah, I ended up reading Corey's book. I've read it like 21 times now, but so you're a three percent brother, then I take. I you. found, yeah, I haven't read the book fifteen. I haven't read the book fifteen times, but I. Found, oh, you get a diploma. You get a diploma one. <laughs> uh, I, I don't like to read that much, but yeah, okay. I, I had found him, you know, because I was like, hey, I want to try to get an X back, and then uh, you know, I think a lot of people find him for that reason, and yeah. then ever since then, I was just like, wow, this information is, you know, makes a tremendous amount of sense, and then as I did, kind of looked at the red pill as I looked at it more and more of the stuff on the internet about it. I was like, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm pretty knowledgeable based on what I've uncovered with it. How great would it be to kind of combine that with some of the comedy type stuff to kind of bring some attention to it and where mine gives kind of a more unique spin to it is when I bring the satire in, there's a lot of truth in my actual satire. So it's almost communicating the messages to a woman, the women in a much lighter way, like, women educated women like that's kind of one of one of my staples like women that are educated are a pain in the ass and you know you, it's because the colleges are teaching them to hate men uh they're becoming know-it-alls and like i'll deliver it in a comedic way and they'll be like oh, oh yeah and it's like no but uh actually there's some points to what i'm saying yeah i think the way you deliver it um and for people that that uh don't follow you uh give them a follow it's uh it's at the misogenius or misogenius on tiktok right and or on all social media platforms it's on all social media platforms the ones that are doing performing right now are youtube is actually the highest performing right now so you if we're on youtube right now come find me on youtube it's yeah. fun there and tiktok's fun too the other ones are, are just really kind of fun accounts well uh i'll, I'll link to it in this in the description here so give them a follow it's pretty funny but but yeah, the way he says some of the stuff, it's it's spot on. It's absolutely accurate. And the chicks, like, they sort of, like, don't like hearing it. But you know that the way he's saying it, that they sort of take it better. So they're like, yeah, you're right. You're right. We are like that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but if you say some of the stuff in, like, the way that I say it, uh, I'll get my, my video flagged because it's, you know, it's hate speech and bullying now all of a sudden just because you say something that's unflattering to women. So the way yeah. you do it is is actually genius. It's what one might say misogenius or misogenius. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's good stuff. Um, do you have any other accounts with like different content, or is this your sole gig right now? The so I have TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, but and all the content across the platforms is the same, just okay. about. However, my response videos are on TikTok and then I repurpose them to YouTube. I remove the watermarks and then I put them over to YouTube because the response videos probably make up two thirds of my new subscribers on YouTube, just the response videos on TikTok. So, yeah, the it's, it's kind of funny that way too, because uh, for people that don't do content creation, if you download, you know, a response video on, on TikTok, it's got the person's like question in the, like, in, you know, wherever you put it, 
And uh, but on TikTok, you can like click on that person's comment and go to the original video to see where they made the comment. You can't do that on Instagram or, or shorts. So you wouldn't think that it would do as well, but they do great. Yeah, well, well, the reason why it does so good repurposed to YouTube is because I'll make the response video in context on TikTok and then I'll repurpose it and it'll be out of context to YouTube. They won't know what, where the hell it's coming from. So especially in the beginning when I started the YouTube account, the people don't know what the heck's going on. It's just an army of angry men like, how dare could you? Could you talk to women like that? How dare you? <laughs> And what's funny is those people are still there, but there's less of them because now that my audience is actually starting to participate, they'll get in when, when they see those people and they'll be like, uh, sir, you're actually a nerd and you shouldn't be here. Get go away. So, yeah. Yeah. I've noticed, I've noticed, uh, my videos do really good on shorts. Like they do the best on shorts. I have a video and, and, and it'll sometimes these videos on shorts will take months to pop off. But I have a video that I posted like nine months ago and it took about, it took about seven months. And then all of a sudden, boom, it blew up. Now it has almost 2 million views on shorts. And, yeah. And it's like, but the funny thing is like when, when the videos initially post to shorts, it's just all like, like just troll a-holes on, on YouTube shorts. Like the people that comment aren't like, oh, I agree with this. It's almost like all libtards, you know, like blue pilled simps. And they're like, oh, I can't believe you talk about women this way. But I don't care on YouTube because like they're not taking my video down. On TikTok, if if you get some kind of blue-haired feminist, you're like, I gotta block you right away, or you're gonna ban, you know, you're gonna report my video for hate speech or something. Yeah. Which is really un uh, unfortunate, which sort of really pushes me to want to make more content on Instagram and YouTube as opposed to TikTok at all. But uh yeah, is what it is. It's still one of the easiest ways to build a following. Uh, I hate to say, <laughs> but on, YouTube, tic on TikTok, you think? Yeah, but YouTube, I think, is is uh, really trying to compete, and so YouTube Shorts is easily uh, like a high number two, second place as far as building a, a big following relatively quickly, if, as long as you're posting Shorts. Yeah, are you monetized on YouTube? Yeah. Oh yeah. You, you yeah, bro. Uh, yeah. I was gonna say. <laughs> I, I was, uh, so on my come on man pod account on TikTok, I, I had signed up for the creator fund after 10,000 followers. That's a waste of time. It's such a waste of time. You get nothing. You get like pennies a month. And, and then as soon as you sign up for it, they lower your views. Like it actually impacts your reach. Yeah. So it's like, why even do it? Um, but on, on YouTube, uh, they just started monetizing shorts. So it's like, this is great. You know, and actually I, I'm, I'm seeing real money show up in my analytics and I'm like, this is great. This is yeah. Screw yeah. TikTok, man. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be there. I'll be there in no time. Like, like at, at the way that I'm pacing, I'll be there in like three months at the most, maybe sooner. Mm -hmm. So it's, I'm growing much quicker on YouTube than I am on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. And I, um, it's funny. I, you know, I, I like to network. I like to network with other creators and stuff. There's guys that have been in the red pill space for years and they, you know, they're just under a thousand. They've been like that for a long time. I'm like, make shorts, man. I was like, I have like over 13,000 followers now on, on YouTube and almost all because of shorts. Yeah. So I was like, dude, you have to, you have to be doing shorts right now or, or you're, you're just not going to build a following. 
Yeah. Yeah, my top my top video on YouTube Shorts was a repurposed video from Instagram. The girl comes on, she goes, "Hey, you know, you guys are just treating us like a bunch of walking vaginas." And then I was like, I was like, "Of course, because that that's the only reason that we hang out with you." And then I repurposed it to YouTube, 6,000 views, 40 new subscribers. Like it's it's it took me 5 seconds to record it and come up with it. It's insane how easy it is to get subscribers on YouTube using Shorts. Yeah. They, they need to be doing it. You know, speaking of that though, how men only talk to women because they have vaginas. I mean, that's absolutely true. If you, <laughs> if you, if you, I mean, uh, it's funny, like guys, guys don't want to admit it because it's offensive. Right. But if you really take the time to think about it, the reason why you talk to hot women is because you want to put your penis in your, in a vagina, right? Like yeah. you're hardwired biologically to want to put a penis in a vagina. That's why you're talking to women. Like get on board with that and you'll do much better with women. If you just like fucking own that, you know? Exactly. And the women appreciate it too. They really do. Um, it's, in, fact, in fact, uh, one of the biggest reasons that guys end up in the friend zone is because they're trying to repress, you know, their sexual urges with women. It's like they, women have like, women have had guys try to fuck them since they are like 13 years old. They know you want to fuck them. There's no reason to try to hide that shit, you know? Yep. So anyway, speaking of, uh, these types of concepts, um, so you're like, I would say you're very familiar with what I'd refer to as red pill concepts. You already said that you've read, uh, Corey Wayne. Yeah. Um, have you read any other books in the space? No, no, not no. particularly. I just kind of follow the, I just follow the space, just like what's going on with, you know, the round tables, you know, Rolo, you know, that stuff they watching the videos. I don't particularly do a lot of reading. I'm not a read. I'm not a reader really. Wow. Oh. I'm more of an audiobook guy than like a sit down, you know, reading a paperback. I, 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 it takes me so long to read a paperback because I have to make time to do it. Whereas in the car or at the gym or going for a run or something like that, I, I can throw an audiobook on it. It's like effortless. So I, I do read, I read a lot of books, but it's mostly audiobooks. So I was curious. So you, so you do follow like Rolo and the other guys in the space? Yeah, I kind of just, keep up with what's going on i'd probably say as of late i don't as much it's not as much of a necessity for me to do it a lot of me kind of understanding what's going on with men, women and men is getting out there and kind of throwing my feet to the fire and in, in a way you know talking to the women getting to know them some of it's trial and error but um yeah so you say you like actually go out and talk to women that's so weird that's so yeah. weird. You mean just like study books like agnosium and then like you know uh then study more books and then be like okay once i read this book five more times then i'm going to talk to them you actually just go and talk to them that's such a weird yeah, we, go, we go out and talk to women and so yeah it's just just out in the world it's out you know on the internet and really the best way to building rapport with women is saying things that they don't want to hear it really is because they're so they're so not used to hearing those things like like every time I'll give you an example. Like I'll, I'll, uh, I'll approach like a woman with a master's degree. I'll be having a conversation and I'll be like, women aren't great leaders that they, they were never supposed to be the leader. And they'll be like, Oh my God. And you'll see their face like light up. You'll see the smile go onto their face. They'll be like, Oh my God, you really think that? But it, so it's almost like what they're thinking and what they're feeling are two totally separate things. Like they know that I'm right, but they're like, 
oh my god nobody ever says stuff like that so it's, oh yeah it's so much fun it's it's a matter of practice though because because when you first start to do stuff like that when they go oh my god like your average guy's gonna be like oh my god i offended her and like i'm just like no i'm going to offend you and <laughs> if you don't like it it's too bad <laughs> yeah you know that's that's actually a, a funny thing i think i um we're gonna talk a little bit about this some more but uh, i think in your interview with glenn uh you said something like one of the biggest things you learned was to tell women no yes yeah because yeah because women uh women are used to their male orbiters like just doing whatever placating them you know treating them all, putting them on a pedestal treating them all super nice and so the guys that don't treat them that way guys that treat them like normal human beings, they're not afraid to offend them and stuff like that. These chicks are like, what's this guy all about? He did, he's, he's not putting me on a pedestal. What's going on here? It's like now yeah. all of a sudden you're, you set yourself apart from the, the 90% of other dudes that are out there. Yeah, exactly. Tell them no and tell them when they're wrong, which will be all the time. <laughs> <laughs> they're always wrong. <laughs> Um, in, in one of your comments, I don't know if you were replying to one of my comments or on one of your videos, or you were making a comment on one of mine, but you said Sigmas are the best betas. Uh, oh yeah. Sigmas are master level betas. That's it. That's it. Sigmas are master level betas. What, what do you mean by that? Cause I was like, I, I died laughing. Cause I'm like, yeah, I agree. Yeah. So in all honesty, like I don't fully understand like exactly what a stigma is it seems to me like just another profile that somebody made up so i'm not i'm not going to spend any inordinate amount of time to figure out what stigma is exactly you know i can understand you know what when somebody says alpha i can probably clearly have a pretty decent understanding of that so whenever somebody mentions like hey i'm a sigma male or brings up sigma it's like hey you know that's just an advanced level beta because they can't be an alpha is that that's the joke that comes to mind. That's the way that's the way I've always looked at it. So I I, I pulled it up here because someone posted this online, right? There's the sociosexual hierarchy ranks, and uh, I I think it's so retarded, right? Like because um, and a lot of people like they they lose their mind over the idea of alpha and beta too. And then I don't know if you've ever gotten the dipshits in the comments that are like, but w what about the wolf study or whatever? There's that proved that there's no such thing as alpha and beta, which is total bullshit because you can, you can tell in, in like human interaction uh, who has like the dominant masculine presence, right? Like, yeah. so like, you know that, Hey, this guy's sort of, sort of commands the room, you know, like that's, that's a fucking alpha right there. Like, you know yeah. that. And so like to say, Oh, well some fucking wolf study, like that's some nerd shit. But uh, anyway, so, 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 so here's what they say for alpha, right? They say alpha alphas are confident, dominant, charismatic, and natural leaders, highly attractive to women. Alphas are extroverts and highly successful in their careers. They thrive on challenges. Mm -hmm. And then Sigma is, is right under alpha. It says, a sigma is the introverted alpha, introverted alpha. Sigmas are confident lone wolves who do not seek social attention. Immensely confident and highly attractive to women as they are mysterious and charismatic. So basically, uh, they, they never go out. They never go out. They don't talk to anybody, but they think so highly of themselves 
that makes them Sigma, right? Like how, how, how are you attracted to women if you don't go out and talk to women? It sounds like a definition that's made up by a woman. See, there, there's a conspiracy out there, Paul, where yeah. these women make up all these features that they say are attracted to them. They'll be like, hey, I love a dad bod, or hey, I love a man that's in touch with his feelings. And then they probably made up Sigma male, like, hey, we love a Sigma male, an introverted guy that doesn't go out and talk to other women. We love those guys. And they make up all these things. And then the men are like, hey, let's listen to what the women say. They adhere to it. And then none of the women like them. And it's a never-ending bushel of crap. So, <laughs> you know, in, in one of two, it, it always leads to one of two things. You know, a man, after going through all that, listening to what women say, either comes to the conclusions like, hey, I need to change my behaviors and I need to get better, or they become a black pillar or a MGTOW, which is absolutely terrible. I don't like any of those guys. When I end up with black pillars on my TikTok, I, I end up blocking them because they make me feel uncomfortable. And if they make me feel uncomfortable, they're going to make the women there feel uncomfortable. My problem with the, the, the MGTOW guys, and, and it's funny too, cause I, so I have friends that are in the MGTOW space that um, like, I would say, so there's like lots of, there's a, a spectrum of MGTOWs. And uh, like, so there's like a, a group of guys that will say that they're MGTOW, but they still go out and date They'll, they'll even maybe even have an LTR, right? But they won't get married. They won't live with a chick and stuff like that. Like I might put myself in that category. I wouldn't call myself a MGTOW guy. But yeah. but then there's these guys that are just like completely giving up on women. They're black pillars. They hate women. Um, basically, a lot of them are, are incels. I hate using the term. Yeah, no, they are. They're, they're not men going their own way. Like women have sent them on their way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, so those guys are the worst because they, those are the guys that will be in every comment and they basically copy and paste the same thing. Like just stay single and oh, it's not worth it. And you know, it's like, yeah. who are you trying to convince bro? Like, I, I feel like you're trying to convince your yourself that, that, you know, sucking with women is an acceptable solution, you know? Yeah. <laughs> You know who the real the real MGTOWs are? The real MGTOWs are the ones you won't hear about them. The, the, the real MGTOWs will say, hey, it didn't work out with women. I'm going to go my own way. He will never, ever talk about it on the internet. He'll never, ever shut the rooftops that women suck. He'll just say, hey, didn't work out with women, and he'll move on. But what you'll find is when the guys end up with that attitude, they probably end up finding a good woman because they aren't so focused on women. The key to getting women is is just to not make them your primary focus. And then they eventually come. And then when they come, it's just like, hey, you know, this this is nice, but then who cares? Like, I was just okay with women, but until my, like, when, once I started the Massage Genius, I'm like, I'm not monetized yet. I'm not making money off of this yet. I, I know that I will be, and I know that it's growing and it will continue to grow. But just the quote from this has put me in a spot to be with more women. And I have been with more women since I've had this. So, um, yeah, you were saying on, uh, on your interview with, with Glenn Lawrence, that, uh, a lot of your videos, you'll tag it as being in Boston, the Boston area. So it'll be pushed, pushed out to like the local Boston area. Is that right? I was doing that on Instagram at that time, but Instagram I had moved away from because Instagram really wasn't doing anything. Instagram's not pushing the videos. Um, I'm not getting new followers on Instagram. Like Instagram is just like nothing is happening except tonight. Like I posted a Nikki Haley video. If, if, 
it's on all platforms if you wanted to check it out. But that one did well. Uh, it did okay on TikTok. It did really well on YouTube. And it's they're pushing it on Instagram right this moment. So I'll be checking it after we get off. But I had another video that I'm going to try again on Instagram. I, I did a I did one where I told women to get back in the kitchen and start cooking, which <laughs> that one. So let's listen to what happened on TikTok with this one, Paul. So I posted that one. It did really well for for 400 views, like like lots of comments. It's like comments are my vanity metric, not likes, because I, I don't get likes. I get comments from women that are that are looking for clickbait. They get in there. So I promote it. I dropped the promo on that video to push it out to more women and it approved the promo, ran it for 2000 views. Then I got a message from TikTok like, uh, I'm sorry, this is this is very sexist. And, you know, we're going to have to pull the promo on on this one. So I'm trying to get that one pushed out on Instagram because I got 20 organic views on Instagram for that video. But it had five likes and it had six comments. So I'm hoping if it gets out to enough women uh, that I'll get some there and if it's in the area, you know, some women might get into my Instagram and then always oh, an opportunity to meet some women locally. You never, never know. <laughs> Got it. One thing I like about Instagram over pretty much any other platform though is, uh, so I, you know, I, I have my Patreon. I do, I do coaching and stuff now through, through the Patreon. Uh, and I also have like a course almost every con like sales conversion I've gotten for, for Patreon. That stuff has been through Instagram, like Instagram's okay. great for sales. TikTok, not so much. It's, it's TikTok's not really great for converting. Um, you know, otherwise, like you know, the the long form content, like people that actually listen to the podcast, those guys will will you know buy products and stuff like that. But uh, for whatever reason, like it, um, I've I've heard other creators say this too. TikTok's not very good for convert converting sales. Um, I'm not sure why. Yeah. That, that is but well here's the thing here's what my belief is when it comes to facebook reels or instagram reels is that i believe you have a much easier time with those if you have an initial audience like if you have friends on instagram like you have a much easier push and your videos get pushed a little bit harder when you have that initial following i didn't except for a little bit on facebook because on Facebook, I was like, hey, do I want this content going to my family? And I was like, you know what? They're going to find it eventually once they get popular. So I put it on there. But when I initially started, I just did a separate page where I had none and no views on Facebook Reels. Now my Facebook Reels are usually getting into the two to 3,000 views, but I, I don't really care about Facebook. Like it, it's one of those things where it's, but Instagram, I don't have many followers, but I've been running up followers today for the first time and maybe like a month of having the account. So hopefully that video does something, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Facebook seems like it's almost like a dying platform at this point. It's all like, you know, boomers, <laughs> boomers and, and old fogies and stuff that like, that's the only people that really hang out on Facebook these days. I, I have my account on Facebook, but, uh, and I do, I do streams. I do live streams, uh, yeah. with Streamyard, and they stream to, you know, Facebook, Twitter, and, uh, and YouTube at the same time. And I'll get views on, on, on Facebook when I do that, but you know, it's, it's not that much. Uh, it's just not a very happening platform. So yeah, I, I hear you on that. Yeah. Um, they, my, they, my mom comes in there to ruin my jokes too. Like, like a person will come on there and be like, Hey, is this satire? And my mom will get into the comments and be like, yeah, it's definitely satire. <laughs> that's why like my, my mom, uh, she's on Twitter 
and she's really big into like you know politics and stuff like that. She started following my my podcast account on Twitter, and next thing I know, she's liking every fucking tweet I put out. She's like, you know, commenting like, "Oh, I'm so proud of you" and all this stuff. And I'm like, "Mom, unfollow me right now. Fucking, yeah. you're you are not you are ruining my reputation right now, Mom." But I just I'm so proud of you, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Mom, you're not helping. You're not, you're, you're killing my street cred here. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so I've mentioned that you you were recently on on Glenn Lawrence's show. Uh, on his show, you said that women like Pearl and other ladies in the manosphere, yeah, they're they're teaching women how to uh, better like losers. Yes. Do you think now? Do you think that they're really doing that? Or do you think that they're just taking advantage of weak men who just want to feel like there's a woman out there that understands them? I think, I think kind of both, both an explanation. So I don't know. I, I always find female influencers, regardless of what they're doing, you know, just a, there's always that element of, Hey, I want to appeal to an audience. And I always feel like compared to a man, that drive is a little bit more than, than what a man's drive is that they're always like, Hey, you know, how can I appeal to an audience? So a lot of it is just, you know, saying to men what they want to hear. So I, I probably define it as that when I say better, like losers, that's probably the, the theatrics. They're probably not intentionally doing that, but that's kind of what ends up happening. And at least in my opinion, like the men, they're out there trying to tell the women like, Hey, be more understanding of this man here. And, that's never, ever going to happen. These women don't choose to be more understanding of a man because they don't choose attraction. I would say I would definitely categorize uh, like the the women's men's rights advocates like that, the MRAs, right? Mm -hmm. Like they are really out there saying, you know, you should give these men a chance. And, and you know, that the, what you're wondering where all the good men are, they're in your friend zone. Like you should look at your friend zone, which is, you know, women friend zone losers. Like that's, <laughs> that's just what yeah. it is. So yeah, I would say that, uh, whereas I would say women like Pearl, I like a majority of their audience, actually a majority of the, the MRAs I know too, are dudes, dudes simping in the comments, like that are just like, yeah, she gets us. She gets us. And, uh, there, one of them, like I'm, I'm friends with some of them too. So I like some of them. Uh, I'll occasionally, you know, be, I'll be critical of them, but it's not like them as a person. It's like, you know, their, uh, their, their strategy, you know, sometimes I'm like, what are, what are you doing here? But, uh, like Sarah Dunmore, for instance, I actually really like Sarah. She's the one she's got like red background, um, all the time. She blew up really fast. And, um, I do like her better than Pearl. Yeah. So like Pearl, Pearl, like she is legit just out there trying to be an entertainer. And she's even said that I've seen like debates, online debates where she's like, look, I'm just an entertainer, you know? So she's out there trying to entertain people. Sarah is really, I think her heart's in the right place. She really, you know, is trying to do some good. Uh, but the guys in her comments just drive me fucking nuts. Like there's guys in there that will actually call her mommy and shit, which is funny because you make all sorts of jokes about, oh, Oh, I want I want you to be my mommy and shit. And there's <laughs> fucking guys in Sarah's comments that are calling her mommy. And I'm just like, wow, fucking wow. Get it, sis. And she uh I've I've been on lives with her, right? Like I did uh her first YouTube live and she asked me, she's like, Do you do lives? I was like, Yeah. She goes, Do you get super chats? I'm like, Yeah, occasionally. Like, I'll get maybe I'll do a live. I might get like a ten dollar super chat, maybe a two dollar super chat. 
Yeah. That's about it. Right. It's like, you know, it's a nice little tip. No big deal. She, she goes on there and uh, I, I go live with her just to test it out for her. She's getting $500 fucking super chats. She's got one guy that sent her six separate $100 super chats. And I'm like, this is unbelievable. She made in, in like the hour we were on there, she made like over like well over a grand, you know, I'm just like, this is fucking unbelievable because the guys are, are like you, the, the simps in her comments are just unbelievable. And I'm like, but I'm like, I'm not, that's not no hate on her. It's like, fucking get it. You know, like get your bag, sis. But I have hate on her. Like what she should do is she'd be like, look guys, you're simping and you need to stop this. Quit sending me these $500 super chats. Yeah. <laughs> you really believe in her platform. She would turn the money down and tell them to cut the crap. Nah, she's not gonna. I wouldn't do that. If people were sending me five hundred dollars super chats, I'd be like, "Fuck yeah, thanks, bro." <laughs> I've got, in fact, in fact, I've got this for people that send super chats here. Um, people that listen to the audio version, they they've probably never heard this before. But if you tune into my lives, when people send me a super chat, I like to play this one. I'm just gonna say it. This guy fucks. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> So if you guys tune in on a, on a live on a Wednesday or Friday, uh, send a super chat. I'll, I'll play that for you. <laughs> so, um, so one thing I want to say is, uh, yeah. So going back to those, those women, like it's like they, uh, a lot of guys in the men's space will get really pissed at having these chicks in the space, uh, because, and I think a lot of that too, it, some of it is not really helping men. Some of them aren't, you know, some of them like do give solid advice. I just interviewed a, a date coach that goes by Jamie date. I don't know. Are you familiar with Jamie date? No. So Jamie date at first, like my first impression of her was that, oh man, it's just a female dating coach, you know, but uh, actually having talked to her, she and I have like a very similar background. We both did door to door sales for the same company. So she has a very unique uh, understanding of what it's like to, get rejected, like, you know, sort of basically cold approach, get rejected, how to push through that anxiety and how to make people like you quickly. So I'm like, Oh, okay. I have a, a different level of respect for you. Uh, but I would say like a majority of are just telling guys what they want to hear. It's very blue pill, you know, Disney princess bullshit. Um, sounds like we're on the same page with that. Fair enough. All right. Um, going back to Glenn show, you also mentioned, uh, I, I would say I, this sounded like this was sort of your like red pill chick, right? Like almost all of us end up reading books and learning about how to be better with women because there was one chick usually <laughs> that, yeah. that, that was the catalyst for that. So you mentioned a married woman that you were dating before the COVID lockdowns as sort of being your red pill chick. Can you tell us what happened with that? Yeah. So I worked for, I worked for Southern New Hampshire university at the time. And uh, I was an academic advisor there. This was after I was a bro. I was a broker for most of my years through fidelity, but worked for Southern New Hampshire university. And I got to work with a bunch of women and that was kind of cool. So I was, I was talking to women and then I met one like, she kind of just started jumping fences to always be around me. And like, she was married and it just kind of vibed and stuff. And I was just like, Hey, you know, maybe this is the woman I'm going to be with. This woman's amazing. And it was like total limerence or whatever, whatever you want to call it. Like it was infatuation or whatever it was. And then 
you know, she's like, yeah, I'm going to leave my husband. And then I got ready for that. And she's like, um, I actually, guess what? I'm not going to. And then, you know, it didn't happen. And like, I got all messed up. Uh, like I had a DUI shortly after that, that kind of screwed things up. Like, and then after that, like, I just totally turned my life around. I was like, look, you know, I don't want to do drugs, no alcohol, like totally eliminated all of that, started working on myself, started going to the gym, you know, kind of adopted, you know, the, the full red pill mentality, you know, when it comes to, you know, being careful with women, I don't think women are all terrible, but there are, there are terrible women out there. And, um, you know, my life's pretty solid right now. This, and, and this is now my full-time gig and, you know, I'm putting everything I can into it. It's growing. It looks like it's going to grow. And, um, I'm incorporated now. The massage genius is trademarked and I'm ready to, I'm ready to make a stab with this. It's, I, I don't see any reason why it's not going to continue to grow. It's just a matter of time and putting the work in. Got it. Okay. Um, yeah, you, well, I was going to say something too about a part of that, but I can't remember what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that happens. Uh, so going back to the daring, dating the married woman thing. Uh, I personally don't think that it's a good idea to date married women. Uh, it's definitely it, not. <laughs> it's, it's a bad idea for a lot of reasons. It's funny though. Cause like I put out a tweet one time and, uh, Oh, I remember what I was going to say. I'll get to that in a second. Hopefully I don't forget again. Uh, I put out a tweet one time saying how like, don't date married women. Right. And, uh, there's a lot of guys in the red pill space, you know, that guys that are like wrote all the books, you know, like Rolo and, fucking Ryan Stone and all those guys. They, uh, they all, we all follow each other. And, and uh, one of the guys was like, dude, you know, red pill's not about morality. Right. You know, so just blanketly telling a guy, Hey, don't marry, don't date married chicks. doesn't help men. Uh, now you might say why you wouldn't do it. Like why it might not be a good idea. But the fact of the matter is, is if you just shut it down and say, Hey, Hey, whoa, 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 let's not even talk about it. Cause it's such a bad thing then we don't learn anything. And and one thing that the, the red pill has learned is a lot about women's nature from guys that have no problem sleeping with married women. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, so you, we've learned a lot about uh, women's nature from guys that have done that kind of shit and, and like how women cheat. But uh, one thing that, that came to my mind listening to that story was, I mean, like one of the big reasons that I, I would recommend against dating a married woman at least if you want to like, at least if you expect anything long-term is that, Hey, if she's willing to leave her current husband for you, yeah, she's going to leave you for some other dude eventually. Yeah, exactly. And, and on top of that, you know, it's, it's the blue pen pill mentality is, is saying, Hey, if I care extra about this woman, then I'm going to accept this woman's kids along with her. And, my red pill mentality is tremendously, tremendously different right now. My red pill mentality is, as of right now, like women are not my priority as far as dating or sex is concerned. If sex becomes an opportunity, yeah, every once in a while, and, and I, I hooked up recently, but it's definitely not one of my priorities or, or something that I'm supposed to be putting any large focus on. Yeah, got it. Um, what I was going to say was you said uh, it's not all women, like, right? You're like, I don't think that there's, you know, all women are bad or whatever. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I, I you know, uh, I learned from Ryan Stone, who's, you know, he's rule zero panelist with with Rolo and, and, and me on Saturdays. 
but he says, uh, we all know that it's not all women. Right. But he's like, you should treat it like it is all women. It's kind of like a loaded gun. You, you know, treat all guns like they're loaded. They're not all loaded, <laughs> but if you treat them like they're all lo loaded, then you have that healthy respect for them and you're less likely to get shot. So yep. there's <laughs> good reason to treat all women like they could potentially be trash. You know, I yeah. think there's, <laughs> there's something to that. I'm just looking for hookups right now. Like I'm, I'm not looking to settle down. Like, so with hookups, like hookups for, for every woman, like, you know, your women over 30, fine. Maybe woman with kids, you know, if, if you want to hook up, fine. Woman you want to settle down with for me, it would be to have children. So I'd want a younger woman. So that's, that's where my mindset is with the types of women I date now. And a married woman isn't even in the ballpark. Like that was, that was a poor decision. That was from a scarcity mindset. It was just like, man, you know, not many women like me, you know, but this woman likes me. Let me, let me get to this woman. And it's a much easier, it's better to have more choices than less choices in life. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. And when it comes to like, uh, when it comes to, uh, single moms, for instance, like I'm one of the guys in the space that I'm like, I'm, I'm not anti single mom. I just, I think there's uh, a unique circumstance for, for those, right? Like if, if you're a yeah. single dad, then single moms are, are great, right? If you're an older guy and you, you have kids and you're just like, I, I have no, I, I have, you know, no desire to have more kids. Dude, single moms are perfect. Cause usually single moms don't want to have more kids themselves, you know? But it like it only works if you have the same parenting schedule and uh, you you both agree not to parent each other's kids, right? Like you take the kids out of the equation and it works out great. Like I have no problem with that. But guys who are are have no kids of their own, they have no business getting an LTR with a single mom. Like you're just gonna end up taking care of some other dude's kids. You know, it's like that those kids have a dad out there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not your problem. It's not your problem. And that might be a, a hard thing to say. And some of the blue pill guys are out there trying to save women. It's like, dude, um, you know, a lot of the times too, when women are like, Oh, my ex-husband was abusive and that's why they don't have the kids. It's all bullshit. You know, yeah. a, lot of it, a lot of it is bullshit. They just don't like the, the, their ex-husband. So they keep their kids away from their, their husband yeah. And like it, he would love to be there 50% of the time, but she won't let him like that's, that, that's like, a, I would say a majority of the single moms that are out there that have their kids full time. It's like, they're just being cunts. You know, it's not that the dad doesn't want anything to do with it. Cause that's like, like every dad that I know that has been through that, that have had their, their kids taken from them and divorced. It's been a situation like that. They weren't bad dads. They just like they're the, you know, spiteful ex-wife is really the problem. So yeah, they're not your, not your problem. Uh, okay. So we're getting here near the end here, but, um, so you, you, you were a stockbroker, but you're doing this full time now. This is going to be, this is going to be a, my full time gig with the objective of monetizing. And I, I think I'll be there. I think I'll be there soon enough on YouTube to do it. It's growing at an exponential rate. And I'm going to keep improving things until, you know, I get there. So that's, that's the goal is to grow in this space and I'm going to give it a whack. I don't have to work right now. And I probably won't have, to, I probably don't have to ever work, but I'd like to have a, have a higher income than what I do. Hmm. So 
So I'm putting it all into this and, you know, we're going to see where it goes. Do you just have, like, are you just like living off of investments from your time as a stockbroker yeah. then? Yeah. Okay. That's sweet. That's a sweet gig. Yeah. Cause I would, uh, I want to, uh, my goal is to make the podcast my full-time thing. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not quite there yet. And then like the, the advertising revenue you get from, from YouTube. I mean, I, th I think for it to be like significant for you to like comfortably live, like you have to have a big fucking following on there, you know? Yeah. yeah not there yet. So how do you plan on monetizing as you're working up to that? Are you going to start like selling merch? Like, what are you going to do? I think that there could be an opportunity to sell merch, but I don't, I don't have any urgency to monetize. So it's because the urgency to monetize isn't there right now. My primary focus on urgency is building an audience and mm. figuring out the best ways to build an audience. And it's different from platform to platform. Like with YouTube, it's just, it's posting the content and then engaging in the comments with my user base. That's, it's pretty basic on YouTube. It's much, much different, however, on TikTok. With TikTok, I'm building relationships with the people there, particularly the women that, that are my followers, because I'm friends with them as well. So I'll have time out of the day where, you know, I'm replying to their comments, but then I'll have time out of my day where I go into my friend's feed and then all of their stuff comes down onto my platform. And then I'm in, in there typing to them because when you build that relationship with them, kind of like, kind of like building one with a client, when you build that relationship there, they become stickier and they stay with you and there's reciprocity. They're, they're more in there, uh, you know, sharing your comments. They might be more apt to tell a family, family member like, Hey, this guy's really funny, you know, come, come take a look at his stuff. So for me on TikTok, it's relationship building for me on YouTube. It's just putting out more and more content. And I think my YouTube is just going to grow organically from that. I don't think I see any end in sight as far as the growth there. Got it. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, that's pretty much all the questions I have today, Jim. Uh, where can people find you online? Uh, they can find me. So I have my own website, www.themassagegenius.com. Uh, I don't do much on the website, but feel free to visit me there. You can sign up for my newsletter. It has all my socials there. Uh, my primary accounts are YouTube uh, at the Massage Genius, as well as TikTok at the Massage Genius. And I'm also the Massage Genius on Instagram, or you can find me on Jim Settle, Jim S-E-T-T-L-E on Facebook. Feel free to send me a friend request there. Okay. Um, are, are these all linked in your uh, website? Yeah. Okay. Cause I might just post the website there. You guys can all go to Jim's website and then follow him on whatever social that way. That might be a good way to do it and sign up for his, for his newsletter. All right, Jim. Well, that's pretty much all I have today, man. Uh, I'll let you, uh, have your evening back. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, Paul. Yeah, man. Anytime. Jim, thank you so much for joining to me today, brother. You are welcome back anytime. You're a funny guy. I, I love your content. I get a kick out of all of it. <laughs> Um, I, he asked me to post his link tree in the comments. So check out his link tree. You can find him on all social medias. You know, he's making, he's making short form content. So you can find it on YouTube shorts and Instagram reels and more importantly, TikTok. So check out Jim. He's, he's a funny dude, the massage genius. And uh, yeah, it's super funny. We were talking about how, you know, a lot of these the women in the space, you know, in the, in the red pill space or trying to, trying to tell women to 
you know, date losers, <laughs> you know, you guys be more sensitive to the losers out there. And it's like, it, chicks aren't going to listen to that. What it's going to do, it's going to, you know, sort of bring these guys in and get these women, huge followings of losers that don't want to level up and, uh, Hey, more power to those chicks, more power to those chicks. So, all right. Uh, yeah, Jim, welcome back anytime, brother. All right, guys, if you haven't done so already, please like, subscribe, hit those notifications, drop a comment. Any comment will do your favorite emoji. All that kind of stuff helps us out in the algorithm. If you guys are listening on your favorite audio platform of choice, give us a five-star review and write out why you like the show. I will read your reviews in an upcoming episode. Follow me on all social media. I'm on all the good ones. The links are in the description. Get on the Patreon, patreon.com slash come on man pod. You can join for as little as 10 bucks. You get all of these episodes ad free without this, this stuff, <laughs> without the outro stuff. Uh, you get the, just the interviews ad free, you know, the meat, the, the, what you guys actually want from the episodes, you get that all ad free and you get them ahead of time. Cause I post those on the Fridays before. So get on the Patreon for 10 bucks. Support the show. And then if you want any kind of coaching, Tiers 2 and Tier 3 are available through Patreon as well. Get on the email list, list.comeonmanpod.com, and I will send you some free stickers. I'm not spamming people. It's really just in case I ever get deplatformed. I can you know, email you guys and say, hey, <laughs> follow me on my new account or whatever. And if you like the stickers, they're available in merch as well. Here's a mug I'm showing for you guys on YouTube. Uh, on YouTube... My merch is available right below the video because it's a, I've got an integration with Teespring. But if you guys are listening on audio, browse to merch.comeonmanpod.com. That's merch.comeonmanpod.com, and you can get like you know hoodies, t-shirts, coffee mugs, all that all that usual stuff that supports the show as well. And finally, check out my practical law of attraction course, loa.comeonmanpod.com. That's loa.comeonmanpod.com. Learn how to get your mind right, guys. All right, that's all I have for this week. And uh, be sure to tune in Wednesday for the live stream. We'll catch you later. This has been the Come On Man podcast. New full episodes served hot every Monday morning on your favorite podcast platform of choice. So subscribe now. Follow Paul on social media. The links are in the description. Now, go out and get it.